WOR, New York. The following program is sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. I just want to say one word to you. Plastics. There's a great future in plastics. Do you even know what you're doing? I was just going to say, live from New York, it's plastic surgery in the air! What are the biggest bang-for-your-buck procedures in cosmetic surgery? I'm talking about the procedures that will make the biggest impact on your appearance for the least amount of money. Tonight, the least expensive, most effective cosmetic surgery procedures. Stay tuned. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. On Saturday evenings, I trade my scalpel for a microphone and give you straight talk about cosmetic surgery. This is the real deal. After I trained in surgery at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago, I taught plastic surgery at the University of Pennsylvania and Robert Wood Johnson Medical Schools. And I spent 10 years on New Jersey's State Board of Medical Examiners dealing with the complaints about doctors and making the regulations that govern the medical profession. And for 19 years, I've been living and breathing cosmetic surgery in the Princeton and Bridgewater, New Jersey areas. Well, on this show, we talk about making you look better and making you look younger. This is a show about huge noses and about small breasts and about overstretched bellies. This is the only show that brings you information and news about America's favorite topic, cosmetic surgery. This is the straight-talking plastic surgery show. There's no hype here. And remember that the advice that I give on this show is general. If you have a medical issue, you'll need to be examined by your own doctor and get more specific advice. But you can call and ask me questions tonight. The radio consultation is free. And the phone number here at WOR is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. Call early and we'll get all the calls in. Most of the time you call late in the show, 10 or 15 minutes after, and we have a flood of calls at the end of the show. Let's call early tonight at 212-528-0129. So if you're driving to dinner in Princeton or if you're settling in for a quiet evening in Stamford, Connecticut, this is the show for you. Call in early. Now, callers tonight will receive a copy of my first book, Are You Considering Cosmetic Surgery? And don't forget... They're revving up the presses at Yale University Press, getting ready to publish my next book in just a few months. Straight talk about cosmetic surgery can already be ordered at Amazon.com. Well, let's talk cosmetic surgery. Cosmetic surgery is so popular now. We know about the dramatic effects that tummy tucks have and body lifts have and, and breast augmentations. But these are procedures that are relatively expensive, and they have a long recovery period. But what about the smaller procedures that really can make an impact and don't break your wallet? Well, tonight, we'll talk about my top five bang-for-your-buck procedures in cosmetic surgery. Let's start in. The biggest bang-for-your-buck procedure. Noah, the drum roll. Okay, the biggest bang-for-your-buck procedure, Julia. Liposuction of the neck. That's right. Liposuction of the neck. That's the number one procedure that gives you the greatest result for the least risk 
and the least cost. You know, 455,000 people had liposuction last year, and a large portion had suction of their neck. The nice thing about liposuction of the neck is that it gives you the appearance of having a massive weight loss with just a small procedure. So in 45 minutes, we can make small incisions under the chin and under each ear. We numb up the neck. This procedure can be done under either local anesthesia. If if you're not too timid, we can do it under straight local anesthesia. Or it can be done under intravenous sedation. That's where you're made a little drowsy. Or it can be done with you under general anesthesia. And I do the procedure in all three different ways. Now, this procedure, as I said, takes maybe 45 minutes to an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. You're out of work for five or six days, maybe less. Uh, And then you go back to work, and uh, you might wear a turtleneck or a high collar for a couple weeks until all the swelling in black and blue settles down. But it gives very, very dramatic effects, and uh, it's quite an astounding procedure with relatively low risk. And when I talk about low risk, yes, all procedures have risk. Uh, we can get things like infections and collections of blood with any procedure, but it's pretty uh, unlikely with liposuction of the neck. And when we compare this to facelifts, for instance, well, remember, this is not a facelift, and it's not going to tighten the skin of the neck, but liposuction of the neck can really rejuvenate the neck, and it can reduce the amount of fat. So we have two classes of people that have this procedure. We've got the people pretty much under 40 who just or maybe are a little overweight, and they have a collection of fat in the neck. We can suction the fat underneath the chin, and we can also suction the jowls. And we can give you a, a, a neckline, a jawline, that you might not have had before. So liposuction of the neck in younger people, very common, and it can also be done to rejuvenate the face. Now, I've done this procedure in, as, in people as old as 68 years old, and it's an interesting thing. When we remove the fat from the neck, Uh, you would think that the skin would hang, but we need to go back to 10th grade geometry to understand why the the skin does not hang. And those of you who remember the Pythagorean theorem, remember that? That's uh, the hypotenuse of the triangle, the sum of the sides of the triangle. uh, Oh, we won't go into geometry. My daughter's eyes are glazing over when I say those things. But when the fat is reduced from the neck, then the skin has to stretch over a longer area. And it actually looks like we've consumed skin or tightened the skin, even though we really haven't. So so number one procedure, liposuction in the neck. Noah, what do we think the next, next procedure is? Okay, Julia, fire away. The next biggest bang for your buck procedure in cosmetic surgery is... Laser hair removal of the chin. That's right. Laser hair removal. You know, it's an understated procedure. Some of my happiest patients are women who have hair on their chin. And, you know, uh, when you see those people in the carnivals, the bearded women, well, we're not going to have bearded women anymore because now we have laser hair removal, and it's extremely effective at reducing black hair. And, you know, this is a procedure that is relatively inexpensive. It costs just a few hundred dollars, and uh, in... It usually takes three or four sessions to significantly reduce the hair of the chin. But laser hair removal really does work. And by the way, it only works on dark hair. It won't work on blonde hair and it won't work on white hair. So, you know, like uh, like the hot dogs, get them while they're hot. We've got to get the hairs while they're black. If they turn white, we're not going to be able to uh, destroy the hair. So laser hair removal of the chin. There were 1.6 million people in the United States that had laser hair removal last year. 
And, uh, you know, it's interesting, laser hair removal didn't even exist in 1997. There were virtually none. I find it interesting there were 67,000 people under age 18 that had laser hair removal last year. So the first most common procedure, what I call the uh, biggest bang for your buck procedure, neck liposuction, and then it's laser hair removal. This is WOR in New York City. The phone number here is 212-528-0129, Ralph, what's your wrinkle? What can we do for you? Well, I, uh, I have a belly, and I'm thinking for liposuction. Okay. Well, what's your question? Well, I would like to know what will be the after effects, you know, once we went through the process, the way you said, you know, I mean, I mean, how long is it going to take me to heal and my belly is going to hang up outside or how am I going to look like? Ralph, how old are you? I'm uh, 45 years old. Okay. How much do you weigh? Uh, 180 pounds. Okay. And how tall are you? 5'6". Uh, okay. So you're a little overweight. 5'6", uh, the ideal weight for a man should be oh, somewhere around 155 pounds. So you've got some extra weight. And um, and it's around your belly for the most part, Ralph? Yes, belly. Only belly, yeah. Okay, and I assume you've never been pregnant? Well, I skipped that lecture <laughs> in medical school, so. <laughs> All right. Ralph, liposuction of the belly is a very, very common procedure in men. In fact, it's liposuction, probably the most common, and then eyelid surgery in men as the second most common. So what we do is we make little incisions in, inside the belly button, one uh, right underneath, uh, over rather, the uh, pubic area, and we'll usually make one in the upper abdomen. I don't like to make uh, two incisions in the upper abdomen because it gives it away that you've had the uh, surgery. And then what we do is we break up the fat and we suction it out. Uh, the procedure itself takes a little over an hour. Uh, it is done under general anesthesia. You've probably heard of some people doing it under local anesthesia, but honestly, Ralph, I think it's a lot safer to be uh, done under general anesthesia because the amount of local anesthetic that would have to be used if you had it under local anesthesia would be excessive in my opinion. And, in fact, there have been hundreds of deaths in the United States from liposuction over the last 10 years. And uh, one of the reasons for that, Ralph, is excessive use of local anesthesia. I've published papers and written two chapters in textbooks about this exact point where I think we shouldn't be doing these procedures under local anesthesia. You know, a lot of non-surgeons, people who are not trained plastic surgeons, also do liposuction uh, for better or for worse and uh, let the buyer beware. But these surgeons or these doctors often will do the procedure not under general anesthesia because they don't have access to anesthesiologists. They'll do it under local anesthesia. And that's, in my opinion, dangerous. And again, uh, there have been a number of deaths from exactly that. But done uh, in uh, the, by a person who is well-trained, a board-certified plastic surgeon, it's an extremely safe procedure. So uh, that's uh, what we do. Now, Ralph, do you have any hanging skin? Uh, no, no. I just got a very hard belly in the front. That's it. No hanging skin, nothing. Very tight. You know, once I, mean, I eat the food, I feel very blurred, very tight. But, you know, when I touch my belly, I feel like I have like six or seven inch. Of, I mean, or maybe eight inch fat in there in the front, right in the front area. Eight inches of fat? I mean, if I try to grab it, you know, I can get it in my okay. palm. You know, so right. I look like a lot of right. fat here. Well, you know? sounds like you're a good candidate for liposuction. You're not. You're not really uh, very much overweight. Uh, I certainly would try and lose a little of that weight. You'll have a better result even if you do have the suction. All right. Maybe also, also in my health, also if I get rid of some extra weight. Not in that method. You know, that's a. Uh, it's a great question again. 
there's a great debate in within plastic surgery as to whether the removal of this type of fat will help you medically. Will it lower your fat, your triglycerides? Will it lower your cholesterol? Will it improve uh, diabetes? And for a while, people thought it would. Uh, but there are studies now that have shown that it does not make a difference. This is a debated point, and the studies, uh, I have to say, on both sides have not been very, very well done. Uh, my feeling is that, no, it's not going to make a big difference. Uh, this is superficial fat. The fat that does make a difference is inside your belly, and we're not going to be removing that kind of fat, Ralph. So the best thing you can do for your health is lose weight and exercise, uh, but we can make you look better cosmetically by doing liposuction. Thanks so much for your call. This this is WOR, Plastic Surgery in the Air, and my name is Dr. Arthur Perry. When we return from the break, you can call 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. Call us. We've got one or two open lines right now. At the Manhattan Center for Vaginal Surgery, we understand that there are real medical issues that are important to many women but are difficult to discuss with your physician. We are here to help. Our board-certified gynecologist can restore you to a pre-pregnancy state improving sexual function. Cosmetic genital surgery can improve your appearance and self-esteem. At the Manhattan Center for Vaginal Surgery, we specialize in surgeries to make you look and feel your best. Call us for a consultation at 212-308-4988 and visit our website at centerforvaginalsurgery.com. Do you wonder what you'd look like with a more attractive nose? Do you have a large nose or a hump or a wide tip? If so, you may be a candidate for a rhinoplasty. Dr. Arthur Perry, host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, has a particular interest in rhinoplasty surgery. He tackles not only straightforward rhinoplasties, but also difficult second procedures. Dr. Perry uses the newest techniques to give you an individualized result. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at perryplasticsurgery.com. And welcome back. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air. I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. Tonight, we are talking about the biggest bang-for-your-buck procedures in cosmetic surgery. We've talked about neck liposuction. I didn't mention the cost of neck liposuction. You know, it does vary around the country. Uh, the New York area is probably probably a little more expensive than other areas. We're similar to Los Angeles and Miami. If you go out to the cornfields of Nebraska, you can probably get the uh, procedure for a little less. But the nationwide average for neck liposuction is about uh, $2,700. Probably in the New York area, you're talking more like uh, $3,500 to about $6,000, depending on which physician you use. And remember, there are also fees for the facility and fees for an anesthesiologist. And so uh, laser hair removal will also vary depending on how big an area you do. If you have your chin, uh, that's probably in the area of three or $400 uh, per session, and it takes three or four sessions uh, to get to the end point. If you have your back, if you're a, a uh, uh, let's say, a man that wants uh, the uh, hair on his back removed, and I'm not sure why people are doing that, but that's uh, something that is happening in the last few years. But that's a procedure that might cost you as much as a couple thousand dollars per session. And the reason for that is it takes several hours to do that. And, again, the uh, length of time that it takes depends on the uh, the type of laser that is used. There are some fast lasers and slower lasers. Okay, Noah, the drum roll for the third biggest bang for your buck procedure. 
Julia? Ear setback surgery. That's right. Ear setback surgery, also called otoplasty. You know, this is a procedure that kind of comes and goes in popularity. There were only 28,000 procedures in the United States last year, and that's not a lot compared to some of the other procedures like liposuction and breast augmentation and rhinoplasty. Uh, and that's a procedure that really hasn't gone anywhere in terms of popularity. But I have to tell you, this is really an underrated procedure. It's good for both men and women. With ears that protrude, that stick out, uh, men tend to wear their hair a little longer, and women will not uh, put their hair back in a ponytail, and it's not particularly attractive. Well, otoplasty, which is ear setback surgery, can be done under local anesthesia, or it can be done under local anesthesia with sedation, or if you're not willing to have sedation and hear some things in the operating room, well, then otoplasty can be done under general anesthesia. But it's a very simple procedure. We make incisions in the back of the ear, and we alter the shape of the cartilage. And uh, we usually uh, make some cuts in the cartilage, and we also place some permanent stitches, stitches that will stay in forever. And we bend back the ear. And through a very simple procedure, it's, it's really a, a life-changing procedure. I've done a lot of adults, and the most common thing that they say after surgery is, why did I not have this procedure when I was a child? Why did I have to go through my childhood years and my teenage years being self-conscious about my ears when it's really a fairly simple procedure. In fact, you can go back to work about a week after this procedure, and most people do hide their ears during the period of swelling, uh, which lasts a few weeks and maybe even a few months. But then afterwards, we, you can show off your ears, you can wear your hair back, and uh, 42% of people that have this procedure are men, and men can cut their hair short. They can show off their ears. So otoplasty, the number three procedure. Debbie, you've been hanging on the line. What's your wrinkle? What can I do for you? Um, is that me? That's you. Um, I have deep-rooted lines um, by my lips, under my lips. They kind of look like C's on both sides. And I'm always scared about injecting foreign matter into my face because I have history of, of other issues, uh, health issues. So I was wondering what options are there to get rid of these deep-rooted lines by my mouth. Now, are you talking about what we call the marionette lines, the lines that go from the corner of the mouth down? Um, or are they the fine lines around your lips? What are you talking about? I'm talking, if you go to the corner of my lip, underneath it, it forms kind of a C on uh, both sides, but they're not even, um, they're not even parallel to each other. So it's kind of a, a deep-rooted kind of indentation, I guess, that comes from age. Right. And and I think you're referring to what we call marionette lines. Uh, remember the, the little uh, marionette called Howdy Doody? Uh, yes. Well, that's, if you look at the uh, the puppets, they've got those lines that go straight down from their, uh, from their lips down to their uh, jawline. That's why we call them marionette lines. And I think that's what you're talking about. Well, there are a few different ways to treat this. Now, uh, depending on your health issues, um, what can you be more specific? What's wrong? Um, I've had breast cancer, um, but I never had. Um, I've never had chemo. It was it was stage zero, so okay. it was just surgically removed. And I have some neurological issues um, that are kind of minor. I just you know I, I I prefer not to put foreign matter into my body, but my okay. sister 
injected fat, and it did absolutely nothing. Well, you know, fat is a very nice way to treat marionette lines. However, there's great variability in the use of fat. In fact, it's, uh, it, it is the variability of fat injections that make a lot of patients uh, and a lot of doctors wary about fat. But fat does work. I've, I have patients that I have uh, injected fat as, uh, as long ago as 1988 who I saw recently who still maintained the fat. Now, the reason it's variable is because there are so many things that the doctor can do and the patient can do that will either make the fat go away faster or perhaps, hopefully, make the fat stay. So the things that the doctor can do uh, start in the operating room. If the doctor doesn't handle the fat carefully, well, then it will be uh, just as good as maybe collagen, which is a dead material. They'll inject the material, and it'll go away in uh, maybe weeks, maybe months. So uh, the doctor has to uh, handle the fat very carefully. The skin needs to be lifted. It's not an injection like collagen. It's not an injection like Restylane or one of those other uh, injectables. What it is is a, is a graft. So we have to think of it as living tissue. And as living tissue, it's very sensitive to pressure. So when we place fat into the uh, area of the marionette lines, we need to make room for the fat. And there's a number of technical ways that doctors can do that. But we can't just inject it. So that's uh, one of the variables. The other thing is if all my patients were rats, I'd probably have a much higher uh, success rate with fat grafting. But what happens to my patients is they go home and they look in the mirror the next day, and then they put their fingers there, and they want to see, is the fat still there? How much did he put in? And that act of touching the fat during the first three weeks destroys it. So when you hear about the variability of fat, well, uh, a lot of different things can come into play. I think fat grafting is a wonderful technique, but it is very variable. So that's why it has a bad uh, reputation among some people. I do a lot of fat grafting. I have to say I do less fat grafting now that we have new injectables such as Restylane and the newer one, Radius. Radius is a longer-lasting material, which is very good in the uh, marionette lines. So uh, now I, I understand your aversion to foreign materials, but these are two substances which are are very safe, and there are remarkably few problems as long as they're done carefully by plastic surgeons who know just what they're doing. Can I ask you another question? Sure, go right ahead. Okay, so I should I should think of this radius. Do you feel that that's better than the Restylane? Well, it lasts longer, and that's the only advantage over Restylane right now. Okay. And, uh, you know, there's that's a... Go ahead, I'm sorry. My question is, um, she also um, went to Manhattan, and she had eye surgery from saggy um, skin above her eyes, and it was like a five-month recovery period. She She looked like she had been in a boxing match for a long time, and she almost looked oriental. And we were seriously concerned if it would ever be normal. It turned out that it was normal, but, uh, I mean, she, she the end result looked good, but it was an enormous recovery period of black and blue and swelling. Is there anything that somebody who is in their mid-40s can do that doesn't have a really severe issue but slightly droopy, um, eye, eye skin above their eyes. Well, what you're talking about is a blepharoplasty or an upper eyelid lift, and uh, and the uh, the course that you're describing for that's your sister, you said. 
My sister, yes, she's the yeah. one that had the eye surgery. Right. That's a very unusual course because the usual course is that within two weeks you look pretty darn good after having your upper eyelids done. Usually the black and blue is gone within a couple of weeks. The swelling persists longer, but uh, it's usually pretty subtle after two weeks. So I'm not sure just what happened in that surgery. Uh, but uh, it's certainly a longer recovery than is average. Okay, Debbie? Is there anything less invasive? Some people said something about threads that you could do for Not for, for the upper eyelids. Not for the other. The thread lifts are a new procedure, and those may be valuable for the brows. They may be okay for the mid-cheek uh, to lessen the nasolabial fold, and they might be okay for the jowls, but they're not appropriate. There's nothing short of an eyelid lift for what you're describing, the upper eyelid. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air. I'm your host, Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number here is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. Call in with your questions after this break. Cosmetic surgery is the surgery of change. Dr. Arthur Perry, the host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, is a board-certified plastic surgeon who specializes in cosmetic surgery. Dr. Perry's practice is dedicated to procedures such as rhinoplasty, liposuction, eyelid lifts, breast augmentations, and tummy tucks. Dr. Perry uses his 19-year experience and his training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago to individualize your care. From your first consultation to the removal of your stitches, you'll experience careful attention to detail. Dr. Perry will not cut corners, and he won't play games. Dr. Perry has been chosen annually since 1999 as one of Castle Connolly's top New York area doctors. He was one of four New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Life magazine and one of eight New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Monthly. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at perryplasticsurgery.com. Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. And welcome back. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. Tonight, we're talking about the biggest bang-for-your-buck procedures in cosmetic surgery, the procedures that will make the biggest impact for the least risk and the least cost. So we've talked about neck liposuction and laser hair removal of the chin. We've talked about otoplasty, which is ear setback. And Noah, the drum roll for the next one. Julia, the next procedure... Chemical peels. Chemical peels. Specifically, TCA chemical peels, the light chemical peels, otherwise known as the Obagi-type peels. There were 556,000 chemical peels of all different types in the United States last year. Interestingly, down down from 1.1 million the year before. That's half the number. Now, why is that? Probably because of the popularity of lasers, but lasers are more expensive, and they, uh, they certainly require more treatments. Why are, uh, why are they being done? Well, you know, there is a money factor, both for doctors and laser companies. Uh, I like the TCA peel if we're dealing with color of the skin. So if you've got brown, splotchy pigmentation of the skin, if your skin just looks sallow, if your complexion is not real nice, a TCA peel is a relatively easy procedure to go through. There's about a five-day downtime. It's a uh, a procedure that we do in the office, and it takes about 20 minutes to do this procedure. But the results are really very, very nice. It's a repeatable peel, so we can do it again in a month or two if we haven't gotten all the color out. And it is the first level of peel that can actually help some of the fine wrinkles of the face. So the TCA peel 
It averages in cost across the United States about $850. In the New York area, it's more like $1,000 to $1,500 for that procedure. But it is a very, very nice procedure and one of the biggest bang-for-your-buck procedures in cosmetic surgery. And uh, we're running out of time, so let's go right to the last bang-for-your-buck procedure. Noah and Julia, what's that last procedure? Botox. Botox, absolutely. Botox, 3.3 million procedures in the United States last year, up 5,000 percent since 1997. 140,000 people over the age of 65 had Botox and Last year, and it's interesting, 4500 under the age of 18. Well, I can't figure that one out. The average cost of Botox in the United States, $380 per area. In the New York area, it's more like 500 to $700. And there are doctors that charge a lot more than that. Beware, though, because there, is great, there are great differences in the abilities and the artistic abilities of different doctors to do Botox. Not all doctors are the same. The chemical may be the same, or it may not be, because there may be different dilutions. So depending on who's doing the Botox, you're going to get a different result uh, with, uh, with each procedure. So... Those are our five different procedures. We have uh, people hanging on the line again. I wish we would all call earlier in the day. Jerry, I'm going to ask you to call next week because we really don't have time to get to your call. I would appreciate it if you would do that. And all the rest of you who have been hanging on the line, please call early next week. And when we'll be talking about another very interesting topic in cosmetic surgery, you know, we have a new injectable. I wanted to announce it's Juvederm. It's the brand-new injectable out there. It joins Restylane and uh, Captique and other hyaluronic-based injectables. You're going to hear a lot about it. It's not being marketed yet, but it was approved by the FDA about a month and a half ago, and I think it shows great promise. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. I want to thank Noah so much for his drum rolls and his producing uh, tonight. And I want to thank Julia for her introductions of those uh, fascinating topics. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. Stay tuned for Dr. Fred Vanini and The Heart Show. He'll be talking about some very, very interesting things tonight. So stay tuned. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. This is 710 WOR. Real life, real people, real talk radio. The Heart Show is dedicated to the nutritional management of heart and circulatory problems. Your host, Dr. Frederick Vanini, is a cardiovascular nutrition and anti-aging specialist. This show is sponsored by N3 Oceanic, makers of the Rescue line of cardiovascular supplements. This show covers all aspects of heart disease, including cholesterol, triglycerides, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, and anti-aging. To speak to Dr. Vanini, call now. Maybe I'll do something different, Lori. Maybe I'll be mellow on that in the next show. I doubt it. Maybe I should be wacky. Just be you. I got bleeped out for the first time in my career a couple of months ago. Did you really? I forget what I said. I I didn't think it was anything that bad. Let's not relive it. Dr. Fred Vanini. Welcome to the hot show. What an intro. Uh, Rescue Health Show. Uh, Thanks to uh, Dr. Arthur Perry. 
Uh, no, if he's still there, please advise him that I need all five of those procedures to rejuvenate me. Consider it and I uh, hope I get a great price on him. He's a, he's a good man. He's got a great show, and uh, I appreciate his intro. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to uh, send him uh, 100,000 of my patients that need plastic surgery, see oh. if he can handle it. Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And, uh, Lori, we were in the office today. Yes, we were. And the patient walked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, you were, uh, I was doing some paperwork. Yes. Lori was in the front. She comes running. Hey, there's a guy coming <laughs> in the office wants fish oils. Well, I didn't say exactly like that. Well, sort of. <laughs> you didn't know what to do. Uh, he said, I heard you talking about on the radio that uh, you got a new fish oil. And I says, well, we're going to tell you the truth. We're all out of it. We burnt through our supply. Mm-hmm. I told him, uh, I tell him it's a lucky day because uh, if he calls 1-800-26-ALIVE, you know, the sponsors of this show, the Rescue Health Products, uh, he can buy a bottle and get one free.